0: This episode is brought to you by Smart Food. What makes Smart Food so smart? It's air pop popcorn, tossed in white cheddar cheese, only 70 calories per cup. A notorious black bag of popcorn deliciousness. You are what you eat. Welcome to the Smart Club. Shop now at snacks.com. On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no. She didn't kill him? Huh? in your true crime podcast it was the pool guy so obvious whatever motivates you works for us it's all about letting your run be your run and brooks is here for every runner doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you it's your run brooks run happy Morning or good evening, listeners, and welcome to the second secret surprise Polly T solo episode of the Russell Wolf podcast. I'm here to bring you a rather brief rundown of the last couple of episodes of AEW programming, which rounded out the year and bid farewell to their time on TNT for the uh, main show, anyway, Dynamite. So, Dynamite started off with a huge Ten man tag match, which for me was like uh, I don't know a bit of a compilation album where you get uh, or more of a um, more of a mix up. Uh, you know if you can imagine a DJ mixing in just the best bits of the songs. Uh, and um, I uh, you know it was fun, but uh, it wasn't really um, something I could really invest too much of my too much of my thoughts into. Um, it was really there to tell the uh, the story of the tension between the lucha bros and jurassic express who were teamed together with uh, christian cage versus ftr private party and matt hardy it was a 12 minute match Um, there were some uh, pretty big spots uh, uh, scattered throughout one where mark Quinn dragged jungle boy down off the top ropes with his legs right into a matt hardy side effect so that's pretty cool Uh, isaiah had cassidy's banshee scream just after Luchasaurus entered was pretty impressive. <laughs> and um, also, uh, uh, I, I noticed at the beginning of this match, uh, the uh, one of my favourite and the world's favourite new wrestlers, uh, Danhausen, was featured quite a lot. Um, there was a Danhausen shirt being worn, clearly by one of the fans in the crowd, and uh, somebody else wearing a Danhausen mask. And then, just as the match got started, we could see that uh someone was holding up a sign which was which featured a uh, caricature of downhausen and mjf so uh pretty obvious that uh this guy is big time over and uh hopefully we'll be seeing him soon so uh, yeah for this 12 minute match i gave it a b um it uh, was leading really to a uh, um, surely a scheduled championship match between the lucha bros and jurassic Express, the number one contenders and uh, that's something we should expect to see pretty soon. Next up was uh, Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful, or also formerly known as LAX, versus Daniel Garcia in 2.0. At the end, the um the heels won, the crowd boos, and Garcia runs in and hits Santana on the head with a with the time t- timekeeper's bell. This results in uh, Jericho's music and uh Jericho runs out with his baseball bat Floyd and everyone runs away there's tension between Eddie Kingston and Jericho um so I would say this is uh heading towards a um some kind of program where we've got Kingston versus Jericho to determine who gets custody of the uh of uh, Santana and Ortiz so yeah this was okay It was a nine minute match i'll give it a c minus after this we had yet another yet another match in this powerbond symphony of wardlow versus jobby mcjobface um but this time it was actually a lot more enjoyable i think it was about a two minute match which is you know probably um, the max you could expect out of one of these things and uh, I think, it, like, the quality of the jobber made this a much better match than last week. Um, in fact, I think he somewhat resembled James Ellsworth from days gone by. So, yeah, I like this a lot better. I'll give it this an, an A. After this, there was a, um, a promo from Damn Lambert, which was pretty puerile, embarrassing, bleh, misogynistic stuff. But, it, yeah, look, it was supposed to be, and thankfully Brandy came out and attacked him. Well, she tried to attack him physically but was held off. Um, um, look, I didn't like it, but oh ah, well, we, we have to expect that this kind of thing appears once in, a, uh, once in a while. After this, there was a promo for the upcoming round two of the uh, Paige Danielson title challenges, and it gave me the feeling that uh, I think we're going to see a bit of a hot potato between Paige and Danielson with this one, because. They're both really big time over, and I can't see the purpose of taking it away from Paige after such a short period of time, or denying it to Danielson, who is being presented as someone who is the best wrestler that exists. Um, So... You can't keep on running this thing to draws, and I do not believe they're going to start doing distraction, um, disqualification finishes. So the only way that the program could work would be for someone to take a loss, but for then a, an immediate challenge rematch being a rematch program being put in place. So this would then go against the, um, the style of booking that's been put in place for the champions to this point where each of them has had it for months. But I think that's a good thing, mix it up. All right, next up we saw the first, the, sorry, the second semi-final of the TBS tournament. The commentators gave us a great stat, which really I thought was uh, pertinent here. Um, They said that 14 of Jade Cargill's wins were in under two minutes. So for Rosa to push her way past that, because at this stage I think it was probably um, seven or eight minutes, is really going to stretch her cardio. Uh, Rosa continued focusing on the uh, Cargill's left knee over and over, and uh, Cargill selling it big time. And um, I really thought by this point that, It was a really well-designed and really, really well-worked match, which was on an almost perfect display of what you can do when you've got a younger, less experienced, but bigger, more powerful competitor versus the experienced and and the the competitor with who's a better tactician. But this was then quickly followed up by a distraction finished where a uh, supposedly a crew member came in and uh, had some kind of weapon, we couldn't really see what happened. Uh, hit thunder Rosa on the head, and then she uh, was laid out with the blue powder, the blue thunder bomb. I really would have liked to see this without the distraction finish, but I see good reasons why it was used. It was able to, they were able to introduce Mercedes Martinez back into the back into the country, the company. Uh, this was much better than I expected it to be. Uh, I can see why Cargill's been put over. Uh, it leads to a an ideal final of this tournament, being Ruby Soho versus The Heel and Jade Cargill. It was an 11-minute match, which, uh, yeah, is a lot longer than we've we've seen Cargill work before that. And I think she did pretty well. So I'm going to give her the B+. Next up, we saw a promo from CM Punk, which suggests that the whole Punk, MJF feud has been dropped hmm I'm very curious about this because uh, it, they've been working on it for so long and it's been pretty popular uh, I think pretty sure that everyone's looking forward to them actually getting in the ring so we'll see how that goes uh, he suggested that um, he's going to interfere in Mgf's matches during his uh, quest for W's as uh, MJF had said earlier when he wanted to climb the rankings to go for the the world title. Hmm. See what happens there, eh? Next up, we hear about uh, The Bunny and Penelope Ford being scheduled in a match versus Ty Conti and Anna Jay, which is a street fight. Um, well, I had to admit, I was actually looking forward to this. I know, my opinions have really changed uh, in, in rapid, um, rapidly uh, about the abilities of the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Uh, they've um, clearly been putting in their best efforts and, uh, and being showcased to uh to let us know what they're capable of so let's see what happens there here all right now the for the main event of dynamite this was the best friends versus the t- trio who is not the undisputed era because that's who, who the, that's the, that was their name in their uh, previous incarnation in nxt so if they're not the undisputed era i'm going to call them the disputed era so it was the Best friends, uh, Trent Barretta, Chuck Taylor, and Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kylo Riley. The disputed era. <laughs> so for this, this was a match that had all the box- boxes ticked for me. It had all the boxes ticked for me. You know, it was pretty evenly matched. The heels were doing heel stuff. There was great physical action, great comedy for Orange Cassidy. We were seeing typical chaos spots we couldn't really tell who the legal man was and really amazing teamwork from the uh, established duos being Point taylor out, and, 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 um, and Bretta and the other established duo being uh red dragon who um excalibur was really selling for us that uh red dragon are back again being bobby fish and kylo Riley, and uh they've had a, uh, a lot of years together working in different countries and different promotions um this yeah, this was super fun. The end story here was that the Bucks were trying to, uh, you know, what do you, what are you doing hanging out with these these fools? Um, you know, you you're a team with them, and what do you get? You get kicked in the face because that's what happened during one of the spots. So I can can imagine that this this is this is a program that's going to go on for a while, and we'll have um, just like uh, Jericho and uh, Eddie Kingston battling for custody of uh, Santana and Ortiz. I reckon we're going to see the uh, the Bucks versus Red Dragon battling for custody of Adam Cole. <laughs> so this was super fun. A uh, really good way to end the broadcast. I'll give this you, uh, this match an A and the whole show a B B+. Rampage started pretty hot with uh, a singles match between Darby Allen and Anthony Bowens of the Acclaimed. There was lots of Lots of fun, with uh, fast striking and decent bumps being taken by both. We got to see one of Darby's beautiful cannonball uh, suicide dives. Uh, At the end, Andre Drade El Ilo appears. And then, while Darby and Sting were distracted, looking up, trying to work out why he was a uh, we're walking out of the tunnel the acclaimed beatdown on sting and derby um look it was a pretty enjoyable start to rampage i'll give it a b for this ten minute match um we're probably set up to see some more action between these two tag teams being, considering the uh the way that the, it ended with the with the beatdown. Um, and i guess we'll guess we'll see something from the idol from uh, Andrade here because we don't really hadn't really had any interaction between him and either of the uh these two tag teams before so that's going to have to be explained somewhat then we got to see the street fight between the bunny and penelope ford versus ty conti and anna jay and um, ricky stark called this one early he said this might as well be called a death match and he was right this got violent quickly and the violence level just increased more and more there were brass knucks. There were loads of blood, particularly on the bunny and and a jay. Tables, bottles, uh, chairs, a stunner into a ladder, thumbtack. For the final few seconds, the the bunny grabs brass knucks, grabs the uh, the brass knucks, which in what seemed like a botch at the time, she slipped on the thumbtacks into a full splits position. And this gives anna jay an extra moment to adjust the barbed wire she had on her arm then she locks in her queenslayer submission oh <sighs> this was quite a spectacle i really had my 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 chin hanging low my, my mouth wide open watching this one Ah, uh, look uh, when i was watching this trying to work out what's going on i was thinking what's the motivation here <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're showing us just how how much animosity there is between these two teams, but surely you need a few matches where you have just a couple of chair shots and a table or two before you put in your GCW audition tape. Like, this was brutal. Really violent. Absolute craziness. Anyway, uh, I've got to give this one an A for the sheer shock and awe factor. What happens next? Uh, who knows? I think they all need a long break after that 11 minutes of madness. So... The main event of Rampage was Cody versus Ethan Page. We get to see Cody debuting his new checkbox t-shirt, which uh, reads, uh, Heal after a checkbox, after an empty checkbox. Then on the next on the list, Babyface, next to another empty checkbox. And then third on the list, Winner. And that checkbox is filled with the uh, with the Transformer <laughs> tattoo. Yes, that's what uh, that's what uh, Dan Lambert called cody's neck tattoo transform anyway um during this match cody was working really hard to draw out heat from the crowd and he got it he was he was doing lots of in, um, engagement yelling talking to them pointing throwing things throwing up the guns he's uh you know st- flexing his flexing his muscles yelling out doing push-ups he's really he's really hot and really active and Really putting on and got a good show here. And if just in case I didn't mention it last week, I'll mention it today. It was clear in this match that there's more than one unfortunate permanent mark that Dan Lambert can use for a Cody insult, and that's the burns on his back. They are going to be there for a long time. Crazy table spot he did in the match against Andrade. Well, we got to see some big power slams, lots of striking, kicks. Plenty of near-falls, submissions, counters. Cody ended this one just like he did with Semi Guevara to take the title. He hit three crossroads, followed by a Tiger driver, and there were boos throughout the stadium. Look, this was very good. 15-minute match, A-. And uh, with the uh, outside involvement that happened during this match, I'll expect... I expect we'll see Scorpio Sky versus Dustin in uh, early early programming of 2022, and possibly maybe a um, a tag match between Dan Lambert with Ethan Page versus Cody Rhodes and Arne. This was a fun program. I will give the whole thing a B plus. All right, I'm going to uh, enjoy. A cold beverage in this stinking hot 38 degrees condition we've got here in uh, in Australia today, <laughs> and I uh, hope you are not uh, suffering through such conditions. Uh, I hope you have a uh, uh, have had ha- have or have had a really enjoyable time to bring in the new year, and uh, your 2022 wrestling is just as good or better than what I was in 2021.